0: I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional or even remotely mature, but we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny.
1: I love it. Do you like uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. You know, and you that dropping can, your voice?
0: That could be our, be our <laughs> first so intro. <laughs> so without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David.
1: <laughs> One of our superpowers around hyperfocus is being able to link throw yourself into something Mm -hmm. and like you know i was i was fortunate enough to to be in a room where um uh now i think governor gavin Newsom was talking and, and he was like you know the thing is you want to kick to the finish and he meant like in running you want to you can't even feel your legs so you want to just kick your legs forward just Kick, just keep kicking forward. That's going to keep you running to the finish. And it's mm. like for all of us, you know, with ADHD, with all of neurotypical, it's like sometimes having all the scary stuff, you know, behind us makes it hard to finish. Sometimes finishing means you have an end and you don't. You lose all your structure. Sometimes, you know, starting is hard. Like whatever it is, but we have to make ourselves uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. that's the piece that we we can't take the pain away. That's why there's like neurodiv That's why we have different brains who want to honor the pain that we have to sit through to get stuff done sometimes.
0: Yeah. And
1: so I think it becomes important to prioritize like self-soothing and grounding and the task. And how are those things not always the same? Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to take away like anyone sitting there like feeling what you're feeling as well when you're like, you're attacking my shows. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Keep watching your shows it's not an attack but if you're trying to clean your room don't think your show is going to help you clean your room your show would be a really good reward
0: mm. from cleaning your
1: room. you see what I mean like I yeah. want to make it a big part of this process because you still need soothing you need to off gas when you've done something terrible <laughs> you know like you need to be able to put your feet up and go yeah. oh my god but that was terrible but, it, but
0: it's like the timing Yeah, I mean it would almost be like kicking your feet up and relaxing before you you ran the race at all and like not, oh, okay. <sighs> yeah. What,
1: what does your system need to be effective? Hmm. Are you angry for a reason? Do you need to be stimulated? Yeah. Are you anxious for a reason? Do you need to be stimulated? Those are like maybe not, maybe yes and maybe no questions, right? Like depending on that, that's what you need to do to ground yourself. Yeah. It's not like a magical jig that we can do. And I think that's metacognition, right? That's mm-hmm. thinking about thinking, that's us knowing what we need in any given moment.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting because as you're saying this, what I'm wondering about, which I mean, given my earlier ramble, maybe this is what's coming into my mind, but I know that there's like higher rates for folks who are neurodivergent of having like substance abuse issues. And like, there's a high level of us. And again, I mean I say this and I'm like I will put the stats in the show notes like there's actual stats behind this
1: no it's super yeah it's very
0: mm-hmm. but but what came into my mind is just how you know even when we talk about emotions and how much our emo we use like that anxiety or that anger to self-stimulate I mean you could almost take in the idea of self-medicate like mm-hmm. and then you throw in okay well Like in my case, I don't, I don't like to delay. I really struggle with delayed gratification. I have a lot of black and white thinking. I don't necessarily always, um, I mean, right now I can't prioritize or sequence. So like, of course, like comfort would become a thing I seek and desire and try to, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess what I'm curious about is like, are there links to this a little bit to like the, the fact that maybe, like how, like, cause it almost sounds like you're kind of giving a warning. And I don't know that that warning would exist if there weren't, I mean, I mean, like what's the worst consequence if you don't clean your room. Right. But there's a lot of other ways this could show up that could be really harmful to like, you know, like you, you read the stats about folks with ADHD, higher rates of divorce, have more accidents, da da da, And it's like,
1: well, yeah, but we do more flips, you know, so there's some kind of, yeah, some oh, kind of it's and totally accident and
0: piece. side yeah. note. Like, in the yeah. meantime, our conversational skills, <laughs> goodness, I think, I
1: think, no, I, I think
0: like, I'm not trying to like doom bunch. and gloom it, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know.
1: No, I think, I think what I'm trying to do is it's like, let's actually talk about the substance abuse piece for just a second, right? Yeah, um, because I, I'll go there. Let's look at a population in this country that's a little bit underserved, Mm -hmm. maybe not taken care of, maybe a little marginalized. And And then let's sprinkle in a little neurodiversity, right, so that, like, pain, which is a very subjective thing, can be felt with emotions. And, like, all of a sudden you have a world where people with emotions are neglected by a system, and, wow, these people are using substances. What's wrong with them? And I think, like, it's yeah, a, it's, yeah that's of course. too, no. because I think yeah. Yeah. when we look at people with ADHD and we look at substances, when they fall into, like, drinking or cocaine, right, or cannabis, let's talk about that in a very interesting way for a second, right? And I'm not a specialist in terms of substances, and, like, there are other people that can talk about this in more detail, and maybe we, could, we should even have them on, because I think that would be an incredible Yes, yes. Alcohol, alcohol is a system depressant, right? The more often you drink alcohol, like the more often your brain gets used to dumping neurochemicals and like hormones into your body that works as a stimulant because your body wants to work with homeostasis. It wants to stay even. Mm-hmm. So while you're pouring a depressant into your body, your brain is releasing more stimulants. So when you don't have that alcohol in your system, you are now more stimulated than you would be normally because your brain is releasing stimulants. When you look at cocaine, that's a stimulant, right? You look at cannabis, that's a stimulant. Oh, weird. ADHD Wait, cannabis is, can,
0: cannabis is a stimulant?
1: Absolutely stimulant. Oh. It's a dissociative stimulant. Like people don't think about themselves, but it's a stimulant. And hmm. so like when we look at these populations struggling with like instant gratification, delay of gratification, increased pain, more social rejection, like, okay, drinking can kind of make sense to numb the pain. And oh, wow, look, they're doing stimulants. In, in a place where they would be medicated with stimulants oh. like this is a huge i see this is a humanistic push towards health with people given bad information and i think our uh. population is highly at risk because we're in a lot of pain
0: yeah and
1: and i want to like just and i want to speak to that pain just for a second and and like it's it's amazing i don't do you know substance abuse work this isn't a, an area of specialty for me um but i recently heard a quote or a saying Um, that I've tracked back to the substance abuse world. And I think it's one of the more powerful things I've really thought about lately. Um, The way I like to say it, well, the full quote is unspoken expectations are premeditated resentment. (laughs) Right. And the way I would want to change it for us just a little bit is expectations are premeditated (laughs) resentments. (laughs) 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 And I think, I think our expectations, all of our expectations, that because we have little, maybe a little black and whiteness, you know, like, our expectations are that things are going to be relieve pain, make us feel better, mm-hmm. to to not hurt anymore, to not be anxious, and this will make it stop. And so when we look at someone making a decision like, I'm going to bomb this test because I never have to think about it again, and it's like I got you. I understand that's pain. Mm-hmm. You are in a lot of pain. Yeah. And, and so like I want to make sure that we're talking about like there's self soothing, mm-hmm. like. You know to feel better to take a test or to feel comfortable jumping off a cliff when you have a bungee cord attached to you notice the safety disclaimer there like when you when when you need to get grounded or do self-soothing to do something like risky or dangerous or novel like it makes total sense when you're in so much pain you look for ways to self-soothe through your entire life we have to think about your expectations and we need to get you some help because that's not fair for you to be sitting with that much pain you're not broken you are being serviced by the wrong technicians of the world. <laughs> you are being given leaded gas. Like you have square tires. We need to get them off. Like mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> like,
0: yes. Oh, I Like, hear like that. it's
1: not your fault. And and th- like I think that's the part I want to make sure I'm always honoring for people. It's, it's not my fault that I misread or misunderstood that, you know, that podcast that I screened. It's not my fault. And I needed to lean on my support network, which is you, Isabel. And I needed to feel those feelings, which I did. And like, I needed to be able to challenge it and face it. Like, there was no self-soothing technique that I engaged in when I (laughs) re-listened to this podcast. I was like, man, this is gonna. Well, that's that's a lie. I listened to it at like one point five speed. And for for our podcast, that's ridiculous because like normally I listen to podcasts (laughs) fast, but not ours uh, because we talk, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But like, but like, you know, I think it's I think it's about honoring like pain and that like a lot of us have more courage than people understand. Because courage is dependent on fear and anxiety and action. If you're not scared, it can't be courage.
0: Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, David. All. Ah, oh, so much of what you just said. I. I mean, I'm just so grateful that you exist and that you said the things you just said. I can't. I can't even begin to explain how. How helpful that is a reminder, and yes, I will own. I I do probably really evidently do not specialize in substance use from how I fumbled through all these definitions and things. But I'm really I'm so so struck by just like the message of what it means when, like I mean this is like a really old quote, but it's that idea of like, you know like sometimes people think like, oh, I must be crazy, but actually they're experiencing a sane response to a very crazy system in a really messed up world, right? Like, so like, what is sanity actually? Like, what is the like appropriate response to the thing that you are faced with? And like, I think that metaphor of the operating instructions and being given like the leaded gas and like... (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's like, nobody told you that, you know, this was in the water, and you've been drinking it your whole life. And then, like, you don't, no one, like, I, I think there's this also such a bizarre you know, and I do think it comes from some of this, you know, Protestant work ethic kind of Western it, thing of like, no, no, you no, you've got
1: Let's stay away from Western. Let's just say US thing. Like, that's a US course. thing. Of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I okay. mean,
0: there's Protestants yeah. other places, of course. You no, know, go right, but, right, right. But yeah, are talking yeah. about the, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. The work, yeah. No, everything. I mean, like the US. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And the setup of, of, you know, like, like, yeah, like, like sort of this, like almost like the, you know, like the. You know, like good things happen to you because you do the the good things and you, you know, you prove your worth and you prove you earn it, you earn it all, you know, kind of logic. And and it so does not match up with, I think, what anyone's experience is if you're, you know, and I, and I don't even think it matches up with someone who's like in the most privileged zones either. Like, I just think it's all... <laughs>
1: It, it's a just world hypothesis is
0: exactly it's like it's very or or it's very much hypothesized around the like this idea of that but that's the fallacy if you're in pain it's because you deserve it right i mean because the flip of that right the flip of if you if you're not in pain it's because you did all the right things and you're so good that you got away with you know missing all the suffering. So then every time you suffer it's like, well wait a minute, there's something I failed at or, or that it's like something I must be working on and I must pull myself by my own bootstraps to like solve this. And mm-hmm. I think the more we talk, I'm realizing how deeply embedded in this, you know, certainly I am and how much I or how much work I have to do to like shake this off, but also how much work I think is is added on to those who are neurodivergent in yeah, such a I thought, world because it's like yeah
1: no it's about in that like that's the part i want us to like maybe say is like we are not given the accurate like instructions and we encounter more pain like even in an intensity way like kind of way that i think people understand or i'm hoping that people begin to understand and um maybe i'll just go here and i'll say this because there's a lot of neglect in the world and what we feel like we can and can't talk about in the context of us culture. Like we, we neglect things. We, we, we just pretend things are fine sometimes and they're not. Mm -hmm. And so of, in terms of like drugs that people can use in the United States, which, you know, it's caffeine, it's, um, cannabis, it's alcohol, right? That's major. I'm just talking about legal stuff. Mm -hmm. The big, the big warning that I want to give everyone, and maybe the, the one word of caution that I'd float out there for everyone is that like nothing's all bad. So no, I'm not here to like pollute your mind with that. But using a substance to escape a feeling doesn't help Mm. because your brain likes substances and it'll find the feelings that help you use it more often. So use them if you're going to use them, but don't, don't justify it with a feeling or getting Mm. away from it.
0: David (laughs) (laughs) as you slowly slink away from the other truth bomb you just dropped oh yeah which totally ties back to that like watch the self-seizing when is it avoidance like Mm -hmm. if you are if you are so busy you're trying to never feel a feel That's Mm -hmm. a cue. I think that's the thing. You know what? I'm backing up. I think that's the thing that I think I want to add as the nuance to the self-soothing. That sometimes the task is not cleaning your room. Sometimes the task is facing the amount of grief you're in. Or sitting in the breakup you just had. Or, you know, facing the fact your parents aren't who you wanted them to be. Or... You know, recognizing, you know, whatever it is, the job you wanted was not as awesome as you thought it'd be or whatever it is, right? It's like sitting in, it's like developing the frustration tolerance for the emotional state that would beg for soothing or beg for relief or beg for like some shift from that pain. And the reality that there is so much reasons, there's so many, you know, like how to put it, you could always justify that. Right You could always justify that to yourself. So how can you recognize and like in a way like rise above that 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 a little bit and have that meta moment of like, yeah, like what you're saying, like, okay, is there are there feelings I'm running from? What am I using to run from those things? Uh, how can I like, maybe build up the things that would help me tolerate them? And that could also mean, like, I don't know. Does that?
1: How can I sit in them? Yeah. <clears throat> How can I sit in them?
0: And then, like, <laughs> sorry. Go no, ahead. it's
1: it's 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 like we have to accept these things, not approve of these things that happen to us. That breakup, like, you don't have to approve of that breakup. Mm-hmm. They're an idiot. Like, they did everything <laughs> wrong. You did everything right. Like, yeah, a hundred percent, right? And, um, and it sucks. Feel that. Because if you don't feel that, the moment you stop escaping the feelings, all those feelings will come back.
0: Yeah, what we resist persists.
1: Oh yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. And and with all of that doom and gloom. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, <da-da-da-da-da-da. laughs>
0: there's no way there's like how do we transition from that
1: there's i don't know how to transition well we've enabled a couple things we could say shawarma and then say anything else um we could cite pickleball because that's happened a couple times and then say anything else Mm -hmm. but i think that in this moment like i think i think it's around accepting like this is complex and Mm -hmm. uh you're not alone Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you got a family
0: right like like
1: LD, ADHD family.
0: Yeah, we're here for it. You know what? Okay, I heard this really interesting... um, Oh, I'm going to blank on her name. Dr. Becky Kennedy came back to me. I think that's her name. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, Anyway, she, she was talking on another podcast. She was talking about how... Like, she's she's a therapist, she's talking about, like, trauma, she's talking about attachment, and she's talking about how, like, these awful things happen to all of us, right? And these rough moments, and these things you can't run from. And how, she talks, she's really always, like, she focuses a lot on parenting. And the way she put it is, you know, you can never really, like, prevent your child from experiencing the pain. But what you can do is you can, like, like be there with them through it, right? Like, so... And, and she's like, the interesting thing is you can also do that with something that happened when you weren't there. And the way you do that is just by showing up and listening and saying things like, I believe you, and saying things like, I, I, I hear you, or being curious if you don't understand, tell me more, and just tolerating it, right? like And being with them through this. And the thing she said that I think blew my mind is, for most of us, when we're really little, we learn that there's certain emotional states we have to deal with alone because people around us were too scared of them or were too frightened to respond to them in a nurturing way or whatever it was just because we're humans, right? And there's certain things we're terrified of and we all have re- resp- responses to. So she's like, the difference is not whether you can handle an emotion. It's how you can practice like recognizing you don't have to be alone in that emotion does that make any sense yeah and what you just said made me go like oh my gosh that's what it is to the people listening like whatever your deal like like to know you're not alone is something it's not nothing it's not like and that does not take the emotion away in any way shape or form it does not minimize the pain and it's something else. It's like knowing that like there, there are people in the world who are ready and willing or have already like wanting to sit with you through that. I don't know.
1: I'm just nodding. It's <laughs> like.
0: Pickleball. Pickleball shawarma. I mm-hmm. Pickle <laughs> Pickle want to I want to oh. play pickleball. Then I want to eat shawarma. David, can, can we go we... play pickleball then the Nature warm something?
1: Yes. <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like we just like and today, like you like I think this has been uh like the it's not easy to evaluate yourselves and be vulnerable. And like as well, thank you for making this really easy for me. And um, everyone that's been like sending messages into something shiny and, and emails has also made it easy for I think me to be to be vulnerable. I um, feel like you all understand us, and I feel like I want you all to understand that we feel and understand you.
0: Yeah, um, no, that's totally true. I don't think we could be. I feel like the more we hear from people, like the more we hear from you all, the more we're like, oh, like we we gotta, yeah. Here's here's me, you know, like we gotta bring it. Like I don't know. It, yeah. No,
1: no, it's, it's it's totally that. Like like the other day, I I, I like looked, it was like, oh my god, there are reviews, and I like looked at a review of someone that someone had written on our show, and I was like. And it was like that moment of like someone actually telling you like the perfume smells good, you know, that you bought. And it's like, oh,
0: oh, good. Like you know, like, like you know, it's a whole like I didn't know if department. it's, it's yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah. I have no real ability to understand if I'm doing, it, but like those things really they feel good and it's interactive and just like I really appreciate our community and um yeah and appreciate you, Isabel, and
0: I appreciate yeah. you, David, and I appreciate you, you amazing team shinies. <laughs> it's true it's true there's just i'm just almost picturing like totally consensually maybe it's a fist bump maybe it's a hug maybe it's like a dancing snake or a worm is that what it's called the worm
1: i feel like it's at least a tremendous amount of spirit fingers
0: okay fair i'm just like picturing like in the ether right now as we're all listening we're all doing the spirit oh david you're doing the spirit fingers you got some solid spirit fingers these aren't
1: spirit fingers these, These are your fingers. fingers. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you ever have that thought where you think, hey, I'm nothing, stop. Remember, you're something, something shiny.
0: That's right, just as you are. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram as Something Shiny Podcast. And if you're looking for more information, useful links, definitions, visuals, everything we can think of, and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com. And it's all free. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.